Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. My goodness, my gracious folks, it is so good to be with you. This is the Matthew Dark Show. My name is Matthew Dark, and I have a very special guest in here with me today. We were going to get her introduced and brought in in just a moment, but we are thrilled. We have a huge show tomorrow. Christy Burton Brown, GOP chairwoman uh, in Colorado, she will give us a lay of the land and hopefully an update here on Hugh McKean. Of course, lost him over the weekend, heart attack, died suddenly at 55, House Minority Leader. Uh, that is Wednesday. It is also, we will also have Courtney Potter, State Senate District uh, 24. This is another one of our pissed off moms, another one of our palms that has said, you know what, I'm going to rise up and roll and go to state capitol and try to bring some of these parent values back to the state. And then we'll have Janet Gillis and Christy McCormick on from uh, Colorado Health Freedom Pack. Now, they are a group of, now these are just, again, moms, families that have risen up now nationally. They run the chapter here in Colorado. They have been very supportive of a handful of candidates here to get them in office. We'll have them on. They have a petition going on right now, and I encourage our listeners to. I want you to go to the, the website. At least you can do it easy. ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. And there is a petition on there. It's very simple. Name and email. It says, please do not mandate the CDC's recommendation of the COVID-19, Chinese-19, Wuhan man-made 19 vaccines on our children for permission to go to school. Please remove that. And so we want to send them thousands and thousands and millions of parents. Um, uh, sign up for that. You can do that easily. We appreciate your support. You can also check out our other resources on that website. But um, uh, parents are rising up, and those candidates are going to be on here, and they're going to be speaking. Now, what I want to introduce first, and let me, let me just bring her in properly. Cora Madison, now with Roots Medical and Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Now, I want to I want to just tell you my experience in, in how we even came to a moment as such. Um, that healthcare organization, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, is literally about a year old. Okay, and what it was as I as I met Cora at a meeting, one of these meetings, everybody was mad, and it was earlier in COVID, and we were how do you rise up and do something? She was been displaced from her position for refusal to submit and be obedient to vaccine mandate. And so what I talked about, I I had mentioned with Ted Harvey and how how God just sort of puts people in your life at certain times. And boom, you know, how did I get this? And and it was one of those moments. And so all of a sudden now we've had to uh, we've, 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 we've really come so far as an organization. But so has the research and so has the damage of covid. And so that fight stays on. And so so what you can't have is practitioners that are patient first, practitioners that are uh, challenge science if it needs to be challenged, what COVID does daily. You know, if you if you deny two way conversation, that just tells me you have no interest in the truth. You have no interest in finding the absolute correct answer. You've shut that down. Uh, Truth actually welcomes and invites conversation on a regular basis. And shutting that down or firing or dismissing or quieting those who say, "Uh, I have a question, I have a concern, um, but, you know, who cares? We've got her now, and she's active and she's in the game. So there's so many providers around the state. But I want to make sure that we give you uh, proper welcoming is that it's not been easy for healthcare providers to do the right thing. We introduced the story, Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, he's going to lose his credentials. He's going to lose his board certifications, hospital privileges, all these things for saying the right thing. Now, I don't know how you work in a society, live in a society where saying the right thing, doing the right thing equals your loss of employment, your loss of life, your 
freedom. I, I don't understand. That's China. They do that in Russia and China. That's how Vladimir Putin has a 92% approval rating because you don't have an alternative choice. Those other 8%, they're hiding. They're in, they're, they're in the woods. They're, he's got a bullseye on their back, right? So we can never, ever, ever allow that. Um, Cora Madison is joining us now. We have two things unfolding in society right now. Uh, uh, Virus-wise, we have vaccination of children, and then we have this sort of rise of, well, like the RSV, this sort of immune-suppressed, this immunocompromised state with our children. We have a vaccine that's in the system now. Um, welcome aboard. Welcome in. Um, it, it, it causes our sensitivities to go up because RSV is a killer to the littles. It's a challenge. It's scary for parents. Um, welcome in. Give us a just give us an update on that because it does concern me. And I know many parents that have uh, had the same concern. Well, good morning, Matt. Thanks for having me. Of course. I know it really was a divine appointment that I got to meet Matt and his wife, Tracy, and Dr. Corbett, and so many other providers around the state almost a year ago um, when we were all kind of thought we were isolated because we thought that we were alone in this fight. And I think that isolation and isolation fatigue is one of the strategies, right, to make us think that are we crazy? Are we the only ones that think this way? And yet Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a way that we providers, anybody in medicine, right? Um, we have CNAs, we have MDs, we have dentists, dentists, chiropractors, we have professionals from all over the gamut. We have therapists, we have psychologists, we have um, providers all over the state who just want a voice and we've gotten together and it's been more powerful and more reassuring to know that we can have open dialogue because for about 18 months any questions were silenced in that you were belittled and you were told that you are not reading the facts correctly if you just dismissed your previous knowledge of infectious disease and my specialty is in geriatrics so that's our seniors that's our seniors right and I used to joke around that I hang out with 90-year-olds all day, and they're my favorite. I love the greatest generation. Mm. And there's a reason why I love the greatest generation is they speak their truth because they they fought in World War II. Mm. I had patients who got to help free people from concentration camps in Germany, and I got to help take care of those heroes. Mm. I had a 100-year-old patient who was in Iwo Jima. Uh, just wow. the amazing history, right? Yeah. Uh, one of my mm. favorite patients who died at 103, Sam, he used to tell me, Cora, I taught women how to build airplanes in <laughs> World War II. And that's what he used to tell me. And so through that 10 year, ten plus years of experience, I got to treat COPD exacerbations, pneumonia, lots of infectious disease. And the amazing thing to me with the arrival of COVID is I was told that my 10 years of previous knowledge, and that's a a drop in the bucket compared to some providers out there, right, was irrelevant. And how I treated inflammation and these lung diseases in the past was no longer relevant with COVID. And that just made me scratch my head. So I hope, if anything, listening to the Matthew Dark show or any of this, Del Bigtree, any of these shows, right, that we just scratch our head and say, hmm, something's not adding up. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing right now with infectious diseases. You know, in 10 years of experience, and I only had three years of internal medicine, 
at the very beginning in an office where I actually treated like 18 year olds plus. But what you usually saw this time of year is kids go back to school in August, right? And so when we get kids back together, it's germ fest and that's good for them. We have to build our immune systems, right? So usually the typical wave would go August, September, kids start getting colds, teachers start getting colds then parents start getting colds, then grandparents get colds, then we have the holidays, right? The whole family mm-hmm. gets colds. And then start usually... Start putting on a couple of pounds. Yep, the whole bit. <laughs> right? And isn't that interesting that it correlates with our sugar intake yep. uh-huh. going up? But there's a root root problem right. to that, right? That's what we do at Roots Medical. That's right. But... Uh, Then that's the fall. That was a typical fall. Then actually typical cold or flu season in Colorado, we started seeing it in December, but it usually did not peak until January, February. Also in December is when you typically would have seen RSV rise, right? So RSV was typically a winter virus. Well, let's look and see what have we done over the past two years especially to our children. In fact, I was just having a kind of heated conversation with my, one of my son's sixth grade teachers nice. in the detriment of learning in the past two years. But <sighs> let's look health-wise, right? Let's look health-wise of what we've done in the past two years. We've isolated children. We are social beings. And we have isolated children. And we have said, hey, let's keep you in a cocoon and keep you at home and disinfect you. Get rid of all your natural bacteria that protects you on your skin, in your gut. All these different ways that we have developed a natural immune system, whether you believe in creation or evolution, bacteria is part of who we are. We have to have good flora on our skin and in our guts, right? Mm -hmm. So we isolate our children and we put antiseptics all over them. Yes. Right? In their soap, in their guts, we swallow, we swallow it, all this stuff, right? We drench them in alcohol. <laughs> Don't forget about the masks. Don't forget about the masks, okay? Then we put masks on them. Which if you look at the research and you look at the data, all we are doing is rebreathing staph and strep. Uh. And there's been even like uh, tuberculosis found in these masks. But aren't you saving your neighbor or somebody's grandmother when you wear a mask? Uh, isn't that proven? Oh, not not. You can't. Let me just make sure the listeners before we move on with a mask, because uh, anybody wearing a mask right now for some, for covid, um, it is akin to keeping a mouse out of your home with a chain link fence. A mouse only needs a dime to get through. So you can speak confidently that that has been poo-pooed and dismissed a long time ago, that when you see people wearing a mask, it's, two, it's one of two things. They are either, well, three things. They are either virtual signaling, number one. Number two, they have become so mentally ill and refuse to hear that message that the mask isn't doing anything that they uh, are going to wear it anyways. They like the covering of their face. And number three, they're wearing it for something else. That might be in a respiratory droplet. It might be. So it could be something else. But please know there's only three reasons. Not mentioned wearing a mask to prevent COVID-19, Chinese 19. Please, our children were in despair. Go ahead. Yeah, our children were rebreathing bad bacteria and bad gases, right? Our body is meant to exhale, exhale CO2, right? It is supposed to get away from us, right? We're not supposed to re-inhale it. So then we masked our kids, right? And that was detrimental to their health and their learning and their respiratory. In fact, last year, they, the brain abscesses were 
over a hundred percent increase mm. that this bacteria is just a cesspool in our nose and mm. in our sinuses right so then so we isolate them we put masks on them and then we start inoculating them and when you look at the COVID-19 vaccines, there's some research out there that's showing that it's actually decreasing our immune system. Yes. And then we put these into our babies. And this is why you have a bunch of pissed off moms. And I'm one of them. Then you try and put them into our children. And we've decreased their immune system. And also right now, pediatricians since August have been giving kids flu vaccines, boosters for covid and then your typical regular schedule of vaccines, right? right? So you are over crazy overload right now, right? Crazy overloading their baby elephant systems. couldn't handle this stuff. Five hundred pounder. Yeah, not to mention p- giving your kids an mRNA vaccine <sighs> that could be decreasing their immune system, right? So <sighs> now, and last year we actually had a surge of RSV from we had one in the spring, April, May, uh-huh. even into June, yes. which. When have you ever seen a respiratory season in the summer, right? All unprecedented because of their sticking their hands in the immune system. Yeah. And then last year, again, we saw RSV surge from about August through November. And actually, last year's surge was worse than this year's Mm. so far. Um, If you look at the CDC data in Colorado, uh, we're testing about, yeah, 1,200 kids in in a two to three weeks period, right? And mm-hmm. only about 7% of them are coming back positive, where last year over 10% were coming back positive. So we're seeing this RSV surge. And I think more than anything, you're seeing it in the media. And I think they're trying to use a fear mongering again. Now, is RSV oh, no a real thing? It's really, it is, it's scary. Yes. I remember my four-week-old had it in January. She was born December yes. 28th, right? Okay. She had it in January yes. when she was like four weeks old. It was scary. Yes. I had to watch her all the time. Yes. I had to sleep with her on my chest. She had to sleep upright. We had to clear the phlegm. It's very scary for parents. It, it, it is. It is. And and if it's if it's being done intentionally, <clears throat> or excuse me, or if it's being done and you know better, uh, that's where we've crossed the line. See, I, I'm so glad to hear somebody else. See, I, I know all these things in my head and I say and we spit them out. When I hear them out loud from another person like yourself in this room, uh, my blood starts to boil because it's, wow, it's not just me, a lunatic, thinking these things. We're going to come back. We'll cool off. We've got more to get into. Cora Madison going to join us one more segment, folks. Don't go anywhere. It's the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. You've seen and heard a lot regarding the candidates who are running for office. Did you know that on your November 2022 ballot, there are 11 statewide questions, plus county, city, school district, and tax questions that affect your lives and your pocketbooks? Kim Munson here. We can help. My team and I have spent almost 200 hours researching, compiling, formatting, and publishing the Kim Munson Issues Voter's Guide for We the People. Go to my website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com, to request your copy. Be an informed voter, not an influenced voter. 
Your home, the safety zone, a place where you rest, invest, gather, grow, watch, and work. On KLZ, we seek to edify you at home with educational and entertaining programming. We handpick advertising partners to protect and improve your home. We serve as a second home where you can join a community of like-minded individuals. We are Crawford Media Group, and you're listening to KLZ 560, your home station. Folks, we are back with you. So good to be with you. Matthew Dark Show this Tuesday. Happy November 1st. Now, this is an, an, a two-way show, 303-477-5600. Uh, connect with the show on Instagram. Connect with the show via email. We want to do newslettering, but you've got to get in, in touch with us. We'll get you a part of that, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. We still have Cora Madison with us. We were talking about the kids. We're talking about how scary it is. What I find absolutely terrifying is you said just said the word pediatrician. When I think of the word pediatrician, the first thing prior to COVID, before they, I, I really had a change of heart is with many of them, was this is that great barrier between my child and something terrible happening. Of course, they have my child's best interests. They're the only reason they're on this planet is to care for children in their most critical times. That's what I think of when you sign up for pediatrics. That is not what's gone on in this country. In fact, there's pediatricians right now. It's funny, I sometimes have doc, patients call and say, well, I want to see a doctor, not a PA, not a nurse practitioner. I want to see a doctor. And I, I said, ma'am, um, you know, the biggest thing is to get you with a provider that best suits your needs. But, but let me tell you this right now. There are persons, people out there with the title of doctor that are injecting six-month-olds with this stuff. Please don't ever give that title uh, lordship over your life because they will kill a baby Today, some pediatric person will kill a baby today by giving it that vaccine. That I know is a fact. They're vaccinating pregnant women. Pregnant women. Uh, uh, you, we heard Dr. Shoemaker yesterday. We played his passionate speech from Toronto about a week ago. Um, the small study that Pfizer accidentally released that showed. Accidentally? Yeah, it got it out there. Actually, we did not want you to tell you that 28 of the 29 pregnant women in that study lost their baby. Right. What? One the- healthy pregnancy? Are you Are you nuts? Well, the... Children's Health Defense came out that miscarriages were up 300% last year, but who listened to them? And that was leaked data from the military. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the the key thing is, so I'm a physician assistant, and I know my boundaries, and being a PA for the past 13 years, you know, um, I have a lot of patient experience. I get to spend a lot of time with patients, and that's one of my passions. And, you know, I get the MD thing, because I, I get asked all the time, don't you wish you were an MD? And I don't, but uh, let me say this too. On the flip side, they also say this to me. uh, And what is she? A PA, an MP? And I say, well, she's an MP or whatever. They say, oh, thank you. That's what I want. I don't want a doctor because they listen to me. You're going to listen, right? We we get allotted more time, but you know, if I ever have questions, the great thing is, is uh, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? So I have amazing doctors that I get to consult, and I know my limitations. If I can't figure something out for you, mm. I go to an MD. So oh, I love my that. I love for that. Mid-level providers. Okay, very is. good. <laughs> Mark us down. We support on this show. We fully endorse all mid-level providers. Please, thank you. Yeah, but let's get back to what's going on right now. And we are seeing a surge of flu. Right? Is yeah. even yesterday at my kid's Halloween party, one of the girls was missing, 
and it's because she had influenza A and I was talking to her mom and she goes, yeah, we went into the clinic and the first thing they did was test her for COVID because she had a fever and that came back negative. So then they're like, well, it's just a virus. Go on home. And then the mom had to push. Well, what else could it be? Like, could it be the flu? So they tested her for the flu and she ended up having influenza A. And then the, the mom was saying that the pediatrician was like, well, is she vaccinated? And my friend was like, uh, yeah, she is. She had her first round of COVID shots. She's had her flu shot. She's had all of her vaccines. How old is this child? Six or seven, first <gasps> grade. And so uh, the mom was like, I kind of stepped back and she goes, but I'm not boosting her. This is ridiculous. And I was like, well, yeah, because the data is showing it doesn't actually help with transmission. And then I was telling the mom, I was like, you know, this is somewhat normal. We've isolated these kids for three years and we haven't allowed. So a six year old, right? COVID started when they were four. And we've isolated them. We haven't allowed their immune systems to develop. Because I don't know how many of you parents out there have kids in daycare, right? They always have snotty, boogery noses, right? That's why all of us moms and dads carry tissues with us. It's part of their immune system. They have to be developing their immune system. And I think this drive for vaccination. Heck, they tried an RSV vaccine in the 70s. This was one of the first, uh, was it 70s or 80s? that they tried an RSV vaccine and it killed like two kids. They found out that the vaccine was actually making it worse for kids getting RSV. And they stopped that production. So they stopped it. How many kids have died from this vaccine that's out right now? And we still haven't stopped it. But yet the CDC just approved it. And it's still under and unanimously. It's under emergency use action is that we are trying to rush science. People, I'm going to tell you something. We are biological organisms. Even though information is at a 30-second pace and you have to have a new news flash every 30 seconds, we are biological organisms. We do not work that way. We are not computers, despite what people may think. You can't just download a new cleanse, right? We are biological organisms. We take time and processes. And yet, Operation Warp Speed was probably more damaging than anything to the to the human population. Correct. I I want to say this to the listener right now. If you're on the fence, see, because rhinos, I think there's three categories of people right now. Our hard lefts, they, they are going to get this vaccine as much as they are told. They will do that until, quite frankly, unfortunately, sadly, they drop dead. Okay, or there's a change in leadership. That, mic- that microphone gets turned off. That's number one. Number two, there's rhinos that say, well, I don't like all the trans stuff, but I'm still not confident. I'm going to go ahead and get the vaccine. Um, that's not trusting God. That's not trusting leaders and the voices in the movement. Just just going along because you're succumbing to fear. And then there's guys like me where you'd have to f- you'd have to kill me to get me to take that vaccine. And if I kill you first, that's the way it goes, because that's how deadly it is. Just like if you were coming to inject fentanyl into my body, I- I'm going to rise up and, and slap back. I want to say that. But I want to talk to these listeners that are maybe on the fence. They've started this. They started vaccinations and they might continue. Maybe I want to say this. Asking the average person on the streets and you said the word Operation Warp Speed. What are the odds that this thing got produced so quickly? Call it six, nine months. So quickly. So had to have it right now. First try kind of thing. What are the odds? Or what do you think is more likely that that it was produced with a couple of flaws, maybe just a couple, or that they produced it so quickly and efficiently and perfectly that first shot out of the gate, it had absolutely no capacity to injure. It had no capacity to be a failure. 
It was perfect. Science came together in one moment in time, a microwave moment in time, <laughs> and made the perfect vaccine without any flaw. I don't think you could get the average person to believe that. I don't think you could get the average person to believe that the first generation of anything is the best ever and never needed modification. I mean, make your head pop trying to think of it. But the iPhone now, you know, and shame on me for having an iPhone. I, I do that. I, I need to make I need to look at that. But the first iPhone compared to the one right now, it's not close, right? And so let's just pretend that the vaccine is God's gift to the universe at some point in time. But, but is there a chance that today that it has a few flaws? And that I'm asking the listener that is considering it or thinking about it. Hear me out. Hear me out. I want you to go cold turkey from the vaccine for the next 90 days. Can you do it? I want you to go 90 days without thinking about a booster, thinking about others having a booster. I want you to come back in 90 days, the listener. And say, you'll still be standing, you'll still be living. If you get infected with COVID, I want you to reach out to a flccc.net, rootsmedical.net, coloradohealthcareproviders4freedom.com type of a provider. I want you to get treatment, don't get me wrong. But can you go cold turkey from the vaccine 90 days as a society and come back and see? Because, you know, kind of like the tattoo, there's not a single living unvaccinated person that regrets not getting the vaccine, right? If you want that tattoo on the forehead and you're, mad you didn't get it last night you can still go get that thing today but if you decided you changed your mind overnight you're all good can do you think the, i mean is that a crazy idea let's just abstain for a minute uh, but certainly on the kids right the kids have right. to, you, you're already saying how delicate and fragile this ecosystem is this immune system is um would it make i mean could, could you actually even in good faith make an argument that there's an emergency there's ever been an emergency with covid and children ever since the pandemic no there's no. never been an emergency with kids right. kids could have been really our saving grace is that they really could have provided that quote-unquote herd immunity that we were trying to get with the vaccine that has never come <laughs> because it doesn't prevent transmission but kids really could have been our first line because they have better immune systems they have an innate immune system in their nasopharyngeal anatomy they have a larger thymus right that's part of your immune system there's a reason why gods whether you like believe in god's creation or evolution there's a reason why kids have these things they have a better immune system than us they could have provided that but instead we took our children and we are holding them up as shields saying if you don't get this experimental dangerous untested no five-year data no 10-year data some parents won't even give their kids like unfiltered water mm -hmm. but yet you're injecting your right. kids right. with this quote-unquote medication oh, we're gluten-free but yeah we're vaccinated I yeah it don't make any sense no it doesn't make any sense that you would give your child something that's untested and that's kind of what i told my employer hey in one year if you if i see the data and i like it then i will get the vaccine well i'll tell you about a month into them vaccinating my elderly patients i saw dementia increases i saw patients getting blood clots out of nowhere heart attacks strokes and i was like I don't think this is a good thing. And so let's, like I said, that head scratching moment, I think more and more people are having it because we are trying to rush and jump into a conclusion, right? And we want this fixed immediately. 
We are not an Apple programming. We are not a program that you can just jump in and download the latest update and fixes. And it's the same thing about Paxlovid, is Mm. they rushed an antiviral, and now we're having all... So a lot of medications, when you take them, they are either filtered and broken down in the kidney or the liver. Mm -hmm. Well, Paxlovid is one of those other things that they rushed out, if you ask me, because Pfizer needed more money and (laughs) needed a quote-unquote treatment for COVID, right? Right. So they rushed out with Paxlovid. It's an antiviral. Best if you take it within 24 to 48 hours of symptoms, but we can give it to you up to five days into your symptoms. It really works best the earlier you give it any antiviral. And we rushed giving this starting in February or January, right, is we rushed it out. And now we're finding that the way that... Paxlovid is broken down in the liver. It's causing some really severe medication. Uh, it's also causing rebound all the time. Everybody it I is. hear that takes it, you, you're feeling good, and then boom, you get hit again. Of course, yeah. CDC direct, re, Director Walensky, Vax boosted the whole way. Paxlovid users still struggling with COVID. Uh, sorry, go ahead. My gosh. Yeah. So if you do take Paxlovid and it's a treatment that you ask a doctor about, you go to the urgent care, you go to the emergency room and you are given Paxlovid. One, if you are on birth control, you want to use a if you want to use a second form of protection to protect mm. yourself is one thing. And then there's also uh, if you go to the COVID-19 treatment guidelines, uh, it's a NIH site, which is very dependable, right? right. But there are a Honest. list of medications that you need to withhold or we need to adjust. Oh. And there's a lot of very common medications out there, including yeah. blood thinners, right? Ugh. That we just need to watch and monitor. So just make sure that you are knowledgeable. If this is a treatment treatment option that you are offered that you need to check your medication. Uh, Ivermectin probably been consumed 5 billion times, maybe at least. Okay. And and, and Paxlovid's maybe been consumed. I don't know. Call it a million on a good day, but those numbers aren't comparable. One's been around 40 years. Uh, One of them is given regularly to teenagers in Africa to fight the things that they deal with on a daily basis. Right. Um, The Sunday, Sunday pill. Oh, yeah. My goodness, my gracious. Let me say this. Let me let me do this. I want to thank you so much for coming in. Um, listeners, uh, this has been a treat. It's been a privilege. Now, again, if you need to connect with the show and get any more of these sort of resources, schedule with, get guidance from RootsMedical.net. This is Cora Madison, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Uh, Cora, we thank you so much. You'll come back anytime. Thanks Don't you me. folks go anywhere. We're coming right back. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Think fast. Now breathe. Think slow. And stretch. Think round. 
Think square. There's plenty to think about in the newest research now coming out. It shows that regular exercise and a diet low in saturated fats and rich in antioxidants are not only good for your heart, they might even help to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. So the Alzheimer's Association encourages you to think small, as in blueberries and other dark-skinned fruits. Think big, as in a long, brisk walk and a big bowl of dark green leafy veggies. And think about your future by visiting the Alzheimer's Association today at ALZ.org for more ways to maintain your brain. ALZ.org. Thinking ahead today might make all the difference tomorrow. Right, back with us, uh, Cora Madison. That was, a, that was a very enjoyable first segment of the show, so first half of the show, so, so we thank her. Of course, big guests tomorrow, Christy Burton-Brown, GOP uh, chairwoman, Republican, Republican Party here, Courtney Potter, Senate District 24, and then Janet Gillis, Christy McCormick, Colorado Health Freedom Pack. Uh, Luke Cashman, of course, producer, producer extraordinaire, producer to the stars. What do you think? That's pretty good. I, I'm just hoping that one listener heard something that they be, maybe can tell a neighbor, maybe can confirm their own thoughts. What do you think? I think she's pretty good. Yeah, I think she's great. I think she's great. I've heard her before on uh, Al Smith's show, which is Excellent. another uh, show I produce, and she's full of good information. Oh, I love it. Uh, and I agree. I, I hope someone hears it and, and sees some benefit in that. I just wish more people... Because you very much have the blinders on. Yes. You know, it's it's real hard to break down those walls to yeah. get them to see it. Because the second you provide any sort of counter, you, you even start with a, hey, maybe yeah. they're off. Right, they're right, gone. Right, right, right. And, and I, I was just thinking driving over here, and I'm not suggesting, I'm not suggesting myself, I'm not suggesting any person, but uh, I'm sitting there thinking, I, I wonder who's going to be the man or woman that delivers, that has the ability to break through that barrier we're just describing. The blinders are on. The shame is high because we're somewhat, we're somewhat in regret for the decisions we've made. We're sort of pissed off that these leaders that we, you know, sort of through our obedience to have betrayed us and lied to us. But what I'm saying to these people, and please know this message is so genuine, is that it, all is good. All is good because you can stop that cycle today. You can abstain from vaccination Today, I'm challenging everybody right now. I want to make that challenge. And I just sort of thought of that on the fly, on the go. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to participate, too. I want everybody listening. Um, if you can abstain from covid-19 Chinese uh, vaccines for the next 90 days and then report. I want you to report back to the show. How do you feel? Uh, uh, you're still living. So we made it that way. Uh, we know you, you would decrease your chances of stroke myocarditis, sudden adult death syndrome, all these things move in your favor, you got to abstain for 90 days. And I know it sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds silly and absurd, um, but I think we really need to go cold turkey on this thing because it's such a wicked killer. Now, one thing we're going to do on this show always is I want to spotlight, highlight, feature a nonprofit that, that speaks to the causes. Now, of course, I'll be the judge of that cause uh, to, to do it, but once a month, and I know there's tons of them out there, but I want you to email the show. Like I had mentioned yesterday, there was this wonderful nonprofit that uh, mothers are in despair, single mothers in despair, needed home repairs. And this was a collection of they had some funds to do it. Um, volunteers, a part of that are handymen, that are contractors that would do that work free of charge for that mom. Those are the kind of things that people need to be spending their time on in in helping, providing for, creating, assisting with not running around, making sure that all six month olds are vaccinated. 
Okay. We, we, we're twisted. We, we're twisted. We've got priorities flipped. Uh, di- Democrat priorities don't match people that I ever come across. I mean, they really don't. And so this November the 8th, um, that all goes away. We want to get a pulse of the party, though, tomorrow with KBB, Christy Burton Brown. That is absolutely coming for us. Now, I want to go to this peer-reviewed study. Now, this is a very good... Um, so Dr. James, Dr. James uh, Lyons-Weiler was an early, 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 early guy. You know what, Luke? Go ahead and get that queued up. I want to play his stuff. This is, he, he spoke, again, testified to health freedom in October of 2020. So, of course, then at that point, you've got six months, seven months into the vaccine. He speaks to his truths as this warp speed project is going, this and that and the other. But he's also now been a part of this peer-reviewed study, folks that shows a 42% rate of false positives for, for all the PCR testing that you've been doing. The entire basis for a lot of this policy, we now know, was incorrect 42% of the time. False positives, 42%. So, you know, we were told maybe it was 5%, right? Okay, yeah, everybody, every, you know, one out of 100 are going to be messed up, blah, blah, blah. But you got symptoms and you can this is a 50 coin flip, whether or not that you, you don't need any science to get a 50 50 result. Are you kidding me? I could make a test in my basement that would generate results like that. Are you kidding me? But we based global policies, um, gave credence to, to institutions like the CDC and the FDA. Yuck. G- give me Dr. James uh, Lyons Weiler. He's powerful and we salute him. This pathogenic priming, I, pre- I predicted in my study which parts of the human body would likely be most affected by pathogenic priming. And now studies by medical physicians, by medical teams around the world, are confirming my predictions. This is not simply a respiratory virus with with respiratory uh, symptoms. This affects many tissues across the body, and there's some grave concern if you're going to get infected. But where's the grave concern if you're going to be injected with these same proteins? Not a single, to my knowledge, not a single vaccine manufacturer took heed of my warning to remove those unsafe epitopes from the vaccines before they formulated their vaccines. In spite of being emailed my study with a plea to please consider taking out those unsafe Okay, so that was in October. So this is early on. I guess I guess the beauty is is that we had so many, and Dr. Peter McCullough, same one. Uh, Dr. Pierre Corey, same kind of of, of cut. Um, early on, saw the problems with the virus. And and by the way, folks, you don't have to wonder anymore, ever, 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 if COVID nineteen, Wuhan nineteen, Chinese nineteen came from a wet market and bat soup, or if it came from a gain of function lab in China. And was released from there. You, you, you know, this virus came out of the packaging ready to infect human tissue like we've never seen before. And so scientists early on, doctors early on, freedom fighters early on saw how unique this was and saw the government's response to it and absolutely needed um, to challenge that. They, they were challenged they, as they challenged it, though, though they were either shut down or fired or blacklisted or all these terrible things for simply speaking a truth. I was thinking on the way over here, how do you live in a society where or or how do you how do you prosper in a classroom? Let me say it like this. How do you prosper in a classroom where raising your hand and giving the correct answer to the question that the teacher has just answers results in a slap on the wrist and an F on the day's grade? How how would you succeed in a society like that? Because what happened with COVID-19 is that when doctors spoke up, when citizens spoke up and rose up, they were told, no, you're wrong. 
sit down, you get an F for the day. And, and if you keep it up, you're just done with society. We'll make sure you don't make it. What, what, how? how, how you, you're scared? I guess what you're saying is when you shut down that two-way dialogue about the answer, getting to the truth, it just shows me the fear is overwhelming you. The fear of not being able to know. You were wrong, government. You were wrong, Dr. Fauci. You, they know they were wrong. Come on. We, we promoted the film um, Died Suddenly. That's going to be a streaming only. And we've got that posted on our Instagram. We can email you that link. Um, that is going to be a, a must-see film of the evening. Probably take the whole day off to watch the thing over and over and over. To, to me, that's a society-changing type film. And if, if, if the person who sees that film thinks that that's all made up and that those people are just – this is just Hollywood making a conspiracy movie – then the mental health crisis that we have in this country is probably 10 times larger than we think. Okay, that's going to be the impact of that film. My worry for society is that what's the response of the people when the zombies wake up and say, you lied to me, you tried to kill me, you you tricked me? Will they hold them to account? I don't know. We're holding them to account. On November the 8th, we're going to hold them to account. I am. Does, are we going to get the outcome we want? I don't know. I don't know, but I know the first things first is you got to swamp them on November 8th. People that have not voted in 10 years, people that are voting for the first time, people that are open to voting for a different party for maybe the first time in their life, got to swamp them with all of them. The alternative is more of this. The alternative is when two plus two is no longer four because they said so, that's the universe you get Quickly, you look at how much damage has been done since Joe Biden took office. Think about this. You've got five million new illegal alien friends in this country right now. And this this woke's version of kindness, the woke's version of intelligence, okay, where they think, well, we're a melting pot. Let the immigrant in. Um, we, we want to give them a better life in They're woke. And they think that's kindness, but that's not kindness because there's there's actual real tragedy. There's actual real pain. There's actually real death going on right now because of this kind left's version of kindness treatment of the border. Little kids right now, just so everybody knows, Joe Burden's Joe Biden's kindness results in little kids being sexually trafficked, sold into this country results in. Drug traffickers bringing in fentanyl disguised as Skittles and candy to give to little kids and get them hooked on stuff. Joe Biden's ex- kindness <laughs> results in death. Kamala Harris. Oh, you know what? Let me, I, Kamala Harris does not get ripped like she, enough like she, she deserves. I think besi- besides Karine Jean-Pierre, um, who is the most laughable, but most out of her element person who's ever held that kind of position are you kidding me it's it's hard to watch people don't hold her account because she's black and a lesbian and and considered untouchable she's a disgrace to that position disgraceful but so is kamala harris same thing let me hear her she loves a school bus she doesn't she says our border czar ladies and gentlemen root cause border czar and she's giving some fantasy land speech about education talking about a school bus roll that clip mr cash who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about 
The, and, and most of us, many of us, went to school on the yellow school bus, right? A memory of, of the excitement and joy of going to school to be with your favorite teacher, to be with your best friends, and to learn. The school bus takes us there. That, that's, your, that's your vice president, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, that is insulting beyond any means. Uh, I'm disgusted. But here's that moment in time right there. People that voted, supposedly voted for Joe Biden in 2020. And we don't believe the 81 million. Absolutely. We put me down as an election denier. Whatever you want to call that, whatever the conspiracy, that means I'm right. If Liz Cheney, that filthy thing, Liz Cheney, and we, we have a, so Carrie Lake is on fire and she's, she's going to win Arizona in a uh, wow fashion. I mean, talk about smacking them in the mouth. We'll listen to that clip when we come back in a moment. But, you know, there are Democrats on the run. They are on the run because why? It's hard to fake passion. It's, it's hard to fabricate fat passion. And there is no passion across this country for abortion, oppression, an open border, and mandating vaccines for kids. There's no market for that in this country, folks. Don't go anywhere. we got one more segment. It's the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560. Are you in need of a healthcare provider that is patient first, comprehensive in their approach, and committed to results-based care? At Roots Medical in the Denver Tech Center, our passion is getting to the root of your healthcare concern. Scheduling is easy with our 24-7 customer service text line. That number is 303-569-6794. And for more information on our services, visit rootsmedical.net. Mention you're a Kim Munson Show listener and you'll receive $50 off your first appointment. Roots Medical is a proud supporter of Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. The Big Five are now where you can once again read about our priorities and us. Those five being Parler, MeWe, Gab, Rumble, and Getter. All seemingly where there is freedom of speech, almost no or zero censorship. So leave that other universe and join us on one or all of these fair and willing websites. Parler, MeWe, Gab, Rumble, and Getter. Back with you. It's a beautiful Tuesday, the November 20, uh, excuse me, November the 1st. We are one week away, November the 8th, folks, Tuesday. I'm so excited. Um, I have so much faith in these people. I have so much. I've, we've been in there. We have been active in this process in the role that we could be active in. And, and that's what it takes is everybody doing what they can do to, to help this effort. And just get them out and then just make sure they stay out. But it doesn't mean Democrats are gone, so we're all good. Republicans need to be held to the exact same standard. And once you violate our values, once you violate our priorities, you're out. And that's okay. No hard feelings. Nobody promised you office for life because you won one state election. Okay? Get over yourself. Serve the people. And go do something else. Okay? So we've got a great show tomorrow. We're going to support all these uh, candidates. Get them in office. And let's get moving. Other thing I want to make sure people are aware of for this show, one thing we'll be highlighting, um, and I've already had a caller on this, and we'll be scheduling these calls, but um, 
if you've been injured by the vaccine, if you've been injured by the vaccine or how about financially harmed by the vaccine, meaning you're fired or you take this thing, uh, your, your, your pension was taken, your career was cut short. Those are all stories that need to be heard because you were right when you refused the vaccine. There's not a single person unvaccinated that regrets that decision. Sorry. It's now proven that the thing's not working. But again, I, we will compile as much compelling documents, uh, compelling research, compelling testimony as we can. Do me a favor. For the next 90 days, I want you to abstain from COVID-19 vaccination use. It's not good for you. Okay. Uh, others maybe have tried to say, I'm going to abstain from alcohol or fast food for 30 days. I'm asking you to do the same thing. Make that same sacrifice Go 90 days, cold turkeys, no vaccination, and come talk. Report back to us. Do you feel better? Are you proud of yourself? Did you, are you glad you... We'll talk in 90 days. Okay. But anyways, get your stories in here because we want to we highlight those and give people... There's people that are mad. They want to speak, and they're gonna take a, uh, they want to take a format to do it. And so you could do that here. Okay. But as it stands right now, I'm very confident in saying this. The vaccine is more dangerous to the human body than the virus itself. Let me repeat one more time and take this message wherever you go proudly. The vaccine is more dangerous than the virus to the human body as we sit here right now. That is a fact, not fiction. Okay. So why on earth? If you're thinking vaccine, just go get the virus or wait to get the virus. Just okay. Because you're taking chances unnecessarily. We're heating up in Arizona. Now, I think Arizona has a, uh, Arizona has a big old target on its back. Fox News in cahoots called Arizona five seconds into the 2020 election. Uh, they're still counting votes in, elect- in Arizona from that. We, we don't believe at all that that's a Democrat state. That, that state has been overrun by immigration and the left has tried to stick their fat foot in there and make it a California and make it a, a safe haven for every illegal alien in the world and, and change it. The people are not liking that. People hate that. People hate Democrat policies. That, sorry, it's fact, not fiction. But Carrie Lake, so Liz Cheney now feels like it's her mission from God to stop anybody who ever denied the election or challenged GOP good old boys, anything like that. She's out there on a mission. Of course, a liberal Democrat, hysterical Democrat herself. She actually did a TV ad uh, encouraging people that even if you're Republican, vote for Dem- vote Democrat this time in Arizona because Carrie Lake cannot be trusted. Secretary of State cannot be trusted. They won't certify the election. So 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 then what ended up happening, though, of course, is Carrie Lake's campaign took off. The website crashed. The donations flooded in. It, it encouraged them. If Liz Cheney hates it, it must be it's the right thing. It must mean it's good. Right. And that's what happened. But 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 Liz Cheney makes this dramatic plea and then, and then, you know, Carrie Lake laughing all the way to the bank. Go ahead. I don't know that I have ever voted for a Democrat, but if I lived in Arizona, I absolutely would. You have a candidate for governor, Carrie Lake. You have a candidate for secretary of state, Mark Fincham, both of whom have said that they will only honor the results of an election if they agree with it. And if you care about the survival of our republic, we cannot give people power who will not honor elections. 
That's true. Liz Cheney now is my officially my biggest fundraiser to date. We've raised a half a million dollars since she did the anti-endorsement, and people are still flocking to our website, carrylake.com, and donating. It's been an incredible boom for us in uh, fundraising. So I got to extend a big thank you to Liz. And at this rate, Tucker, we might have to invite her to our inaugural ball because we're going to have to thank her for uh, bringing in so much fundraising money for us. Carrie Lake, uh, Tucker Carlson last night. But you see, I mean, how sad. I think you, I think you pray for Liz Cheney and I think you put her in your heart because this is like one of those people that nobody wants to be friends with. She she got kind of kicked out of her old group of friends, the new group of friends, the wicked left. I mean, those are not the kind of people you just buddy up with. Those are not warm and fuzzy people. She's going to be out there all alone. An irrelevant person who whose whole identity was my last name, my warmongering father. OK, and thinks she had a, li- a license to go and be a, a career politician. And the people of Wyoming, of course, spoke loud. I mean, my goodness. But a tiny state. I mean, there's no people there. Beautiful state. She's the one representative. Here she is still employed by the state of Wyoming to serve their needs. And she's running around. In, what is she doing in Arizona? That's none of your business, the governor of Arizona. And, and you're not relevant either. OK, so it, it, that's that shows to me scrambling. That shows to me um, the fear is alive and well. And, and, and folks, I'm sorry. I don't think Democrats can ever win another election without election cheating. I'm trying to think of a scenario where people overnight make abortion, the open border, COVID vaccine mandate, their top priority in their life. I, just, I just, it's impossible. Okay. This societal peer pressure to become woke, slipping woke into these, it's a slippery thing. It's a slippery thing, this woke thing. Um, because it's subtle. Now, Obama is a great woker. Uh, he's a great woker. But, but, but they're turning on him. They're turning on him. And, and we said it yesterday. You know what woke means, don't you? It means you're a loser. And I mean that. Because you're, you're choosing to, to pick on those that can't defend themselves. But Obama, is, they've brought in the big guns to try to support these weak Democrats in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Nevada. Here they come. Joe Biden, Obama to the rescue. But the people... Don't seem to think Obama's that cool guy anymore. Let me hear a little listen. Yes. So, sir, sir, come on. But this, but this, is, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I mean, we're having a conversation. Right now, I'm talking. You'll have a chance to talk sometime soon. It's not a good way to do business. It's that you wouldn't do that in a workplace. If you wouldn't just interrupt people in the middle of a conversation. It's not how we do things. And this is part of the point that I want to make. Just basic civility and courtesy works. And that's what we want to try to encourage. So he's he's basically saying in a cool way, a nice way. Shut up and listen, right? Now, that at that same rally, of course, it wasn't appropriate for FCC broadcasting, but the F. Joe Biden chants broke out, right? And so to see Obama sort of lose control for, uh, from this crowd, you know, and the worry for Democrats is what if, what if Obama's not that cool anymore? What if people don't look at him as the, the calm, cool, collected cat 
that uh, knows all. I mean, he's never known that. I mean, I think you could see through him from day one. Please, when you when I rip Democrats, I rip Republicans just as well. Mitt Romney. The reason we have Barack Obama even speaking today is because of pathetic, weak Mitt Romney. Okay, so when I say here, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, these kind of guys, they are just as guilty as every pig Democrat that we rip on a regular basis. Liz Cheney's the same cut. If you're not a America first person running for public office, at least on the GOP side, you will never win an election again. I can promise you that much. Uh, They're all the same cut. Um, Sick of the wokeness. We're fighting wokeness. And we're going to get country back. Okay, so I I don't know, folks, you tell me if you feel good about this election season, let us know. Friends know. Share your passion with people because it, it can get better quickly with a good November the 8th. It can get very, very tough for a lot of folks. They'll put it in a microwave if it goes way left on the 8th. We have absolutely fantastic guests tomorrow. This is that push through. Um, And she's actually going to be on, her name is Shemay. She's going to be on uh, uh, substituting, hosting John Rush today, 3 to 7. She's going to be on, she's actually going to join us in studio next Monday. Okay, we're going to have her all hour. We're excited for that. What we're doing is the rise of the palm is the fuel for this country. It's the fuel and the sustainability to push back what they've tried. Because just so you know, even if November 8th goes very, very well and they're gone, these are bacteria scum, no offense, that until they are completely bleached off the planet, they will come back. They will come back in other forms. They will come back in other ways. And I simply have no, uh, I have no doubt about it that a resounding message and then a sustained message that you will behave as we see fit, uh, public servant that's been elected, that the standard must go back closer to that. And, and who knows, it's been hundreds of years probably since it's even been remotely followed. But the standard of you're a public servant, you're not this power wielding, wealthy mania. We need you to do this. And if you can't do it, it's no problem. We're going to have to get somebody else that's in there. The truth hurts. I know it's tough to be direct to people. But folks, there's little kids dying as a result of wokeness. Stop it now. End it now. And don't don't hesitate. Don't have any shame. We've had a fantastic hour, folks. We're back tomorrow at 9 a.m. And before we leave you, we always say, serve God, help others, stay good. Good night. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.